sequence start. Six, five, four, three, two, one, zero. As Catholics, we are blessed with a great treasury of ways to pray, a great treasury of prayers. And two of the prayers that are a little bit, little bit more well-known are the Anima Christi, which is Latin for soul of Christ, and the divine praises. And these are prayers, especially around the Eucharist, Holy Communion, and adoration. But where do these prayers come from? What do they mean and how can they enrich our own spiritual lives? That's what we're going to be talking about today on Ignition. Welcome to the show. I'm your host, Dr. Chris Bergwald, and we want to set your faith ablaze so that you might live the adventure that comes from a relationship with Jesus Christ. Before we get into these prayers, we want you to know that we love listener feedback. So if you've got questions about today's episode, or if you have ideas, topics for future episodes, please contact us. The easiest way to do so is by email, and the address is ignition at sfcatholic.org. Again, ignition at sfcatholic.org. I'm joined in studio by my regular co-host, Renee Kranz. Hey, Renee. Hey, Chris. How you doing? I'm doing great. How Good. are you? You surviving winter? <clears throat> well, I'm getting really itchy with about the garden. Oh, I like oh, have my I have my whole garden planned already. I have my seeds. I'm like itching to go. Well, gotta... I know. I know. But... All right. I'm okay. I'm ready. You're, you're ready. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Hurry then. up, spring. So, real quick. So just a uh, little, like, it's getting podcast. You know, you make it conversational. Yeah. You know, um, f- fascinating. Uh, so if you're kind of a weather geek um, and if you're just a little bit internet savvy at all, um, I, 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 I'm generally, I avoid Twitter generally. Right. But the one Twitter feed, um, the, the lingo, the, the one Twitter account that I do pay some attention to is the Sioux Falls National Weather Service okay. Twitter feed, mm-hmm. Twitter account, because they just have really... So first of all, just to be aware of right. the weather coming. that's coming, but they're just really interesting information. So mm-hmm. for instance, back in... Um, I think mid-January, just so just a, a few weeks ago, a month ago or so, as folks are listening to this, um, it was it, this was after some of the big early January mm-hmm. snowfalls, uh, and there was th- like that like the next Sunday or so, like our highs were in the upper twenties, low thirties, but if you went up sixteen hundred feet, so about a quarter mile mm-hmm. up, so normally as you go up, it gets it's colder. colder, yeah. But because of the snow and how you know, mm. the snow, because it's white, it, not just because of its temperature, but it's white, it reflects solar radiation, mm-hmm. the heat from the sun, mm-hmm. reflects it back up. If you That particular day, while well, we were in the balmy like 25, 26, 27 range, if you went up a quarter mile-ish, it was actually like 50 degrees. Oh my gosh. Which is like, that was fascinating <laughs> to me. Like normally I think of the high, especially right. you're getting up that high. Right. I mean, a quarter mile is not real far, but that's up there. I'm like, yeah. right, getting cooled. Well, because of all the snow sure. bouncing the heat up and not staying here, yeah. it was warmer yeah. up high. Well, and I was just loving the snow because it, we we really need to get out of the drought. We do need to thing, get it, but, so. but, but I mean, there's a lot of snow, Renee. So you're gonna, your garden's going to yeah. have to wait. Fine. Fine, fine. So, so if folks are listening, it's about uh, mid, mid, second half of February now. I mean, this snow is not. Yes, it... I know, but you get to start seeds indoors, you know. Oh, and that's like oh, mid March, beginning of April. So it's not that it's far away. Very good. All right. <laughs> so, having got the inane banter out of the way to, you know, establish rapport between right. ourselves and the audience. And bore the audience. Right. <laughs> um, so, I, yeah, I want to talk today about the. 
the divine praises and the enema Christi. So the, these are two prayers that personally that I, I often use um, sometimes after communion, sometimes after mass. And I don't always use them, but these, these are a couple of my go-tos. The anima Christi, um, especially after communion. So mm-hmm. um, you and I are doing this in-depth, detailed walk Meander. through the mass. It's a, through the it's mass. A, it's a, it's a, <laughs> Say meander years uh, long at this rate, yes. Series. <laughs> so uh, someday we're going to get to Holy Communion, and we'll talk more about some of the things that people do, um, mm-hmm. traditions for what to do. For Obviously, after communion, there's always a little bit of time. Right. Some people will say, many parishes there's a communion hymn, so some people in the communion hymn. Other people will. Pray, kneel or sit in the pew and pray uh, personal devotion. Some people just sit in silence. I mean, mm-hmm. we just received Jesus Christ. Mm-hmm. And some people, um, a common practice is just to sit or kneel uh, in silence. And similarly, after Mass, it's a common practice for right. people to uh, to prolong their thanksgiving yeah. for the Mass and yeah. for Holy Communion after Mass as well. Uh, and there are, enough, I think there are, again, everybody, there's no, you know, you get the, the, the Catholics like myself uh, who, what, are looking for the manual. So what are you supposed to do at this point? Right. There's not really a, like... There's again, no direction it, There's not really a specific direction right. given. It's a time, uh, especially right after communion, but also mass, you know, Jesus Christ is dwelling within us mm-hmm. if we receive communion. It's just a time to be aware of, thank him for his presence, give him praise and glory. And this is kind of where these two prayers come in. Um, I so it, I think it's important to do something intentional. Yes. Yes. That's the only, I think yeah. that's the only directive we should have is just do something yeah. intentional. Yep. 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 Um, yeah. Make a plan and <laughs> stick to it until you feel the Lord nudge you to change or, it. To, right. Yes. Uh, so we'll talk more when we do get to that point in our series about more. So I just, <laughs> that's kind of the, the jumping off point to talk though about these two prayers because they're prayers that I've that I use mm-hmm. again uh, in those two settings, either after communion or sometimes after mass. And they are usually uh, used in the context of the mass. So what are these prayers uh, and, and and what do they mean to us? Because as it turns out, one of them at least is also one that you use mm-hmm. yourself. Mm-hmm. So I want to start with the divine praises. And, and, okay. and before I, well, look, I'll read it. Okay. And then we can talk about it a little Don't bit. Don't go too fast. Thank you for that. <laughs> Blessed. Well, come on now. <laughs> oh, faster. I knew you were going to do that. Yeah, you, of course you did. <laughs> blessed be God. Blessed be his holy name. Blessed be Jesus Christ, true God and true man. Blessed be the name of Jesus. Blessed be his most sacred heart. Blessed be his most precious blood. Blessed be Jesus, the most holy sacrament of the altar. Blessed be the Holy Spirit, the paraclete. Blessed be the great mother of God, Mary, most holy. Blessed be your holy and immaculate conception. Blessed be her glorious assumption. Blessed be the name of Mary, Virgin and Mother. Blessed be St. Joseph, her most chaste spouse. Blessed be God and his angels and in his saints. So this is a um, a prayer of praise that that is most commonly in a communal setting said, said prayed at the end of a time of Eucharistic exposition and adoration. Okay. So when Jesus is exposed in the monstrance, mm-hmm. so when the host... Jesus Christ, consecrated host, which is Jesus Christ, um, is put into the monstrance for people to adore, quote unquote, face to face. Um, and at the end of that time, there are some prayers that are are said, uh, and 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 one of the most common ones is the divine praises. So it's 
almost every it's it's I don't know if that's officially part of the uh, process, if you will, of of exposition, mm-hmm. but it's very common. Right. Uh, so right. is it required? Not necessarily, but okay. it's typically done. So All if right? it's not happening in your parish during ex- yeah, exposition, don't, you don't, don't have to. Don't, no need to get worried. No need to get worried. No need to accost your priest. You could ask. You could ask. Accost. My uh, goodness. But don't like, I listened to a podcast and he said. Don't do that. Don't do that. I did not send you to do that. Um, so the divine praises. So th- this is a, a prayer of praise. Blessed be God, Jesus, Holy Spirit, Mary, Joseph, all the angels and saints. Mm-hmm. The, I, I just want to talk talk briefly about the importance of prayer of praise. Um, many Catholics, when you think about prayer, just most of us, we go to, uh, initially to prayers of petition right. or, yeah. or intercession or intention. We're praying for specific purposes, intentions mm-hmm. for ourselves or others that we know. Right. Uh, but, but that's just one form of prayer. Um, and, and there's a lot of ways to, to, to remember what they are or list them. One acronym that I like is ACTS, A-C-T-S, okay. like Acts of the Apostles. Mm-hmm. Acts of the, uh, have you ever heard when it comes to prayer and the different forms of prayer, the acronym ACTS? I haven't heard the acronym, no. Okay. Um, Adoration, contrition, thanksgiving, supplication. Okay. So uh, supplication would be prayers of intercession or intention. That's what we're familiar with. Um, Contrition, so I'm going reverse order here. T, thanksgiving. It's good to give thanks Mm -hmm. uh, to God Mm -hmm. for the gifts that he's given to us. Um, Contrition, contrition. Prayers of sorrow for the sins we've committed, prayers mm-hmm. of repentance, forgive me, Lord, have mercy on me, Lord, so mm-hmm. on. And then adoration, which can include um, prayers of praise. Right. So it's good to give praise to the Lord. Um, we often can think of, again, supplication or intention. We can often think of thanksgiving mm-hmm. and repentance. Uh, I, I feel, okay, I'm speaking for myself. This was probably the last one that I really, that really became part of my own prayer. The adoration, adoration. Or, or, or prayers, prayers of praise. Sure. Just praising God for who he is. Right. Even apart from what he's done for me. Right. Um, is that, is that, do you suppose, cause I'm, I'm the same way. Like I tend to focus on Thanksgiving and supplications. Yeah. Um, and I kind of wonder if that's because as humans, we're a little bit self-absorbed. <laughs> yes, absolutely. We're, Just we, a tad. Right. And even, I mean, supplication can be for others for right, sure. Right. But yeah, it, we're very, very aware of needs of ourselves mm-hmm. or others. And right. then the gifts that God has given to us right. or to others. Right. Uh, I do think it, I think you're right. I think it's a little bit of that. A little. <laughs> excuse me, self-absorption. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Um, so, so there's all sorts of. Different ways to so I I uh, a while ago, okay. What are some specific prayers of praise? Mm-hmm. And the divine praises again because it's one that at least in the context of exposition is quasi official. Oh sure. Okay. Um, is is one that I that I pray. So I do want to walk through it once more again, um, just to yeah to talk a little bit more. Oh, just briefly on its history though, because uh, I was curious like. Yeah. That's my thing. Where, yeah. where, do these come, where, do, where do these come from? Where do they come from? <laughs> so the Divine Praises, the sort of first draft, if you will, was written by uh, an Italian Jesuit in the late 1700s. Okay. So like 1797 or something like that, like late 1700s. And just like for the context, like for me, like it's helpful. Like, oh, 
that's like 20 years after um, the Declaration of Independence. Mm-hmm. So when our country was a teenager or early young adult, the Divine Praises was written by an Italian Jesuit. Yeah, yeah. Um, but he had a simpler version, and, and over the next couple centuries, um, various popes, so it became popularized pretty quickly. I don't know when it became part of exposition, to be honest. I right. wasn't able to find that out. But um, different popes would add, started to add different... Sure. Um, like I imagine the St. Joseph part was probably added later. later it seems later. like that usually is one that's added. Yep. So uh, blessed be... So her, Mary's Holy Immaculate mm-hmm. Conception, Pius the Ninth, oh, who... Sure dogmatically defined Mary's Immaculate. Mm-hmm. Um, her glorious assumption, Pius Twelfth, who defined the assumption. <laughs> sure. Um, Holy Spirit, the paraclete, I feel like that may have been Paul VI, that recent. Oh, okay. So 1960s. Wow. Maybe, maybe that recent. Um, Precious Blood was added. Sacred Heart may have been added as well. Added um, later on. So there was like three things at the There's eight. There were eight of oh, these okay. originally. Okay. Originally. Um so yeah, so they and that's how it often happens with some prayers in the church's history. They start privately. In this case, a, a priest writes mm-hmm. them, and they just really resonate. And the reason I can't remember his name right now, but the reason the Italian priest drafted them um, was kind of to sort of counteract, if you will, acts of blasphemy. Oh, um, against God. Okay. So that he was seeing might, or that he was committing himself? No, oh, that's a good question. I believe just in his day, that was really okay. common okay. in the late 19th century. So he's like, I want to give praise to God mm-hmm. because of all these people who are blaspheming God. Sure. Sort of, sort of in a spiritual response, a spiritual counterattack, right. if right. you will, to what was going on. So again, um, I'll just go through them. And then if we can maybe talk a little bit more about them. Blessed be God. Blessed be his holy name. Blessed be Jesus Christ, true God and true man. Blessed be the name of Jesus. Blessed be his most sacred heart. Blessed be his most precious blood. Blessed be Jesus in the most holy sacrament of the altar. Blessed be the Holy Spirit, the paraclete. Blessed be the great mother of God, Mary, most holy. Blessed be her holy and immaculate conception. Blessed be her glorious assumption. Blessed be the name of Mary, Mary, virgin and mother. Blessed be St. Joseph, her most chaste spouse. Blessed be God and his angels and his saints. So what I want to do is just kind of talk more broadly about them in the context of how they're a prayer of praise. But folks, if you're just tuning in, you are listening or watching Ignition. I'm your host, Dr. Chris Bergwald, talking today with Renee Kranz about two common um, prayers, not Eucharistic prayers, uh, but prayers that are typically said around the Eucharist uh, that that are part of our, our treasury of prayers within the Catholic Church, the divine praises and then the anima Christi. So... Um, there's sort of the two halves. So the so it, um, they're printed Magnificat, which is a monthly devotional. But the sort of two halves: first, God, mm-hmm. and then Mary, Joseph, and all the angels right. and saints, right. uh, and and giving praise uh, to God for the for who He is, and then also for what He has done through, in this case, okay. Mary and Joseph, right. and all the angels and saints. And and the reason why I uh, personally like this again, two reasons. One, I, I like to, um, make the, the, the common prayers of the church part of my own personal prayer life. Mm-hmm. And again, this is a, uh, a common quasi official prayer of the church. And I just like to, um, 
for lack of a better word, assimilate, absorb, sure. absorb those sorts of prayers into my own prayer life. Mm-hmm. So they just become part of how I pray. Mm-hmm. And as I was saying, as we were talking about uh, initially, um, prayers of praise, just for me trying to pray, give praise to God more for who he is and then for his for Mary Joseph, angels and saints, uh, this became one that I gravitated towards. So I just, it's it's relatively simple mm-hmm. and it's just walking, it starts with God, focus on Jesus, brief mention of the Holy Spirit, and then Mary, Joseph, and then there's reference to all the angels and saints. There's nothing real profound. Right. It's not, not lear- well, in the sense that it's nothing intellectually like. Right, right. That's really confusing. Oh, Blessed be God, blessed be his holy name, and going on from there. It's profound in a simple way. Yes. Yeah. Yes, profound in a simple way. Yeah. That's great. And it's sort of pretty comprehensive. I mm-hmm. mean, it doesn't cover everything, obviously, mm-hmm. but it covers a lot of what's important to us as Catholics and as Christians. Right. So uh, is this, like, um, I know the Anima Christi, which we'll get to, is is a prayer that you also, mm-hmm. uh, li- like me, pray. Divine praises, fami- how familiar to, is it I've to you? I've heard it. Um, if When you say, though, when you said before we started, we're going to talk about the divine praises, I couldn't, like... Place it. Place it. Yep. Remember what it was. But I have heard it, okay. certainly. Um, yeah, I don't think I, I... I'm not sure if I have... I must have it somewhere. I have several different prayer books and I'm sure it's somewhere, right? It's, but I've never picked is. it out. Right. So right. I might now. Um, <laughs> do you have just by the curiosity? Cause you, we talked about the acronym and you like me kind of talked about how you, uh, focuses on supplication, Thanksgiving. Um, are there, can you think of prayers of praise out of curiosity that you maybe don't go to regularly, but that you, or, or is there not? So I want to say, I can just, you can just give praise to God in mm-hmm. your own way. Praise you, Jesus. Glory to you, Jesus. You know, your own extemporaneous mm-hmm. prayers of praise. Um, because I feel like I'm, I still, I, I probably have taken the training wheels off, but I appreciate <laughs> like any memorized, like when I don't have the words, yeah. I like being able to fall back yeah. on memorized prayers. Yeah, for sure. So this is where I like to have the dying praises sort of mm-hmm. in my hip pocket to pull out when I'm looking for a way to give praise to God, but mm-hmm. I don't have my, my own words in right. that moment. Right. I can fall back on these powerful and beautiful words. Right. Yeah. I don't think I really have one in at all. Like I, I, I definitely fall back more to the Thanksgiving. Gotcha. Yeah. Okay. okay. So just a little bit on briefly the history of the divine praises and maybe invitation folks to consider using this as part of your own personal prayer life. Okay. The other one, that I want to talk about, uh, and that I, you, again, uh, you are uh, very familiar with yourself, is the Anima Christi, which, as I mentioned at the beginning, Anima Christi, that's Latin for soul of Christ, because those are the first words. Mm-hmm. Typically, Latin documents, prayers, uh, usually the title of the document or prayer comes from its first words. Okay. Uh, so you have a copy yourself there. Mm-hmm. Um, would you mind, uh, just because you do, reading your... And there are some different translations, so I'll be curious to see how yours matches up to mine. Um, there are some mildly different translations from the Latin into English. Uh, St. John Henry Newman has a beautiful version, but it's more of a... It's a poetic translation. Well, I'll be curious to liberties. see which one I have, because yeah. I have no idea. Okay, Uh Soul of Christ, sanctify me. Body of Christ, save me. Blood of Christ, inebriate me. Water from the side of Christ, wash me. Passion of Christ, strengthen me. O good Jesus, hear me. Within thy wounds, hide me. 
Permit me not to be separated from thee. From the wicked foe, defend me. At the hour of my death, call me and bid me come to thee, that with thy saints I may praise thee forever and ever. Amen. So that's very similar uh, to mine. The, the, the only differences came later. Um, Razier said, permit me not to be separated. So suffer me not to be separated from mm. thee, which is just a bit of an older English. Mm-hmm. And then from the malicious enemy, defend me. Where oh, you from have, the wicked foe. From the wicked foe, defend mm-hmm. me. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then in the hour, you have at the hour of my death. Which is, so just a prepositional yeah. word choice. Yeah. Um, so this is, again, t- one that's the, oftentimes if you get a Catholic prayer book and prayers for Thanksgiving after communion or after mass, the Anima Christi will oftentimes mm-hmm. be in that section. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, again, Magnificat puts it at the very end. So you get the, the mass, the prayers for the mass, prayers for adoration and exposition. And uh, you find this at the very end of that. So this is one that I started a number of years ago, started praying um, oftentimes after a a period of silence right after communion. So I receive communion, go back to the pew, kneel down, a little bit of silence, and then oftentimes I'll pray this mm-hmm. prayer. But uh, since this one uh, is one not just familiar to you, uh, but that you use, I'm just curious yeah. what, how you discovered it, how you came about it, why you use it. Yeah, whatever. there's actually a little story. So I don't know if I've ever told you this, but um, when I was a kid, my grandmother and my mom, I don't know if you've ever seen the, I call it the little blue Catholic book. It's a little prayer book that's almost always blue. Uh, and it's kind of hard to find around here. Usually I find new copies out in Rapid City because we we used to live out there. We go out there still quite a bit. Okay, um, And it has all kinds of prayers in it. It always, it always had a prayer before communion and a prayer after communion. Okay. And they're like, I've not really seen them anyplace else. I really like the one before, but the one after has always been like, I don't really know if I love this prayer. Okay. There's just some things about it I, I didn't love. Yeah, I didn't love. So I kind of went in search of a new after communion prayer okay. and came upon this one and and kind of fell in love with it really at that point. And I kind of showed it to my husband and he was like, "Nah, I kind of like the other one. So, you know, everybody has the th- whatever they, they yep. like and yep. that's totally fine. Yep. But to me, this one had more depth. Um it just it just felt completely different than the other one. I was saying I can kind of picture like the water from the side of Christ, you know, just mm-hmm. it was it was more uh, gosh, what's the word? Not visual, I suppose, but it was it was just more like I could put myself in in the spot of the prayer. Gotcha. A little bit more. So is there I'm curious for you, is there one um of the the lines, for lack of a better word, that really resonates with you, or does it vary from time to time? It varies from time to time, but mostly it's the water from the side of Christ, and then um, within thy wounds hide me. Mm. Why? I, why that? I, I don't know. It's like a well, because I, you know that's meant to be like a protect me kind of yep. get me as close to you as I can possibly be, which you are at that moment until you die, hopefully. So I think that's why that one kind of appeals to me. Um, it's interesting because that that's one that not initially, but um, in the last well, several, probably a couple of years now, but at least many months um, within thy wounds hide me. Mm-hmm. Uh, definitely resonates for me because yeah, I, yeah I, probably for similar reasons mm-hmm. that sense of protection, and closeness, but, yeah, closeness, yeah, yeah, yeah exactly, yeah. nearness, yeah. Um, to be the interesting thing is, uh, I think the reason it started re- um, resonating with me is when I made an effort to memorize this prayer early on, mm-hmm. I realized 
after some months, I was skipping that line. Oh, <laughs> like this doesn't seem something's right. missing. <laughs> and, I, and, I, and I pulled out a copy of Magnificat or wherever it was. Yeah. And I'm like, oh, I'm missing a line. Yeah. I try not to do prayers by memory because I always miss oh, really? lines. Yeah. So you, you have, you, oh, you yeah, got yeah. a prayer card for in sure. your case. For okay. sure. Yep. Yeah. Um, I, and that for the, for the ones, I mean, you, it's so soul of Christ, body of Christ, blood of Christ, water from the side of Christ, passion of Christ. So these five different aspects, uh, parts, so to speak of Jesus are what we're so soul of Christ, sanctify me, body of Christ, save me. But then they, they do kind of, really, so blood of Christ, inebriate me. Mm-hmm. So in the Holy Communion, we receive Jesus Christ, body, blood, soul, and divinity. Right. So receive the, the, the blood of Christ, even if you don't receive the host, right. you're receiving the entire Jesus. So that the blood of Christ might inebriate me, mm-hmm. which is... Make you drunk. Well... <laughs> <laughs> So I'm that, drunk with Jesus. <laughs> there's people. Some people talk about right about um, this is especially in the context of the Holy Spirit, uh, the sober inebriation. I think Casey, do you, is that, have you heard? That? You heard that? I thought maybe for some reason I thought you, the sober inebriation, sober intoxication, oh, okay. sober intoxication of the Spirit. So intoxication, inebriation. You know that sort of that buzz that, you, but it's. In that context, sober, like you're still clear headed. Right. So sort of a high, but not where you're losing mm-hmm. control of your your mental faculties right. Right. and other so and but to me, Christ, inebriate is kind of like get into every single cell and, oh, and yeah, to, yeah, yeah. I guess that's kind of how the besides sense, yeah. yeah, like into every part of Suffuse your being. my being. Yeah. Oh yeah, yeah that's great. Um, water and so again, this is sort of fitting. Water from the side of Christ, wash me. So maybe it may be washed, cleansed mm-hmm. um, by Jesus's presence with me. So thinking especially of the water that flowed from His wound on the mm-hmm. cross, and then may His passion, passion of Christ, strengthen me. So as He endured His death on the cross, right. may He strengthen me for what I need to endure. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then that sort of shift. So you start with those five aspects of Jesus and what they mean for me. And then we ask him, oh, good Jesus, hear me. So sanctify me, save me, inebriate me, wash me, strengthen me. Oh, good Jesus, hear me within thy wounds, hide me, and then suffer me not or permit me not to be separated from thee, from the wicked four, malicious enemy, defend me, and the hour of death, call me. So it's this series of pleadings mm-hmm. to, again, Oftentimes in the context of just having received him, mm-hmm. we're now asking him to sanctify, save, inebriate, et cetera, right. all the way down that I may, that with thy saints, I may praise thee forever and ever. Right. Um, and again, that idea of praise, I want to give praise to you, Lord. So do these things for me that I may come to you uh, at my death and with all your angels and saints, give you praise. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I, again, I, I think it's good. We, we should pray prayers of supplication and thanksgiving mm-hmm. and contrition, but also these prayers of adoration. So this is sort of a prayer we are asking. There's a prayer of supplication, but it, the, the, with with a so that at the end, right. so that I may give you pray, right. praise. Y- yes, yeah, absolutely. And mine mine actually also ends with sacred of uh, heart of Jesus, I place all my trust in you, oh. which is an addition to it, which I yeah. kind of always like that one. Yeah, yeah. It's always a good end. So pr- yeah, yeah. So again, as we said, there's not, you know, there's not one way that you, there's not a by the book way to do, to pray that time of, uh, um, after communion or after mass, but these are two prayers that can be used that I use in that context. Do you use one of the, so do you pray this after communion? Yeah. Okay. I do. Uh, but we can also pray them all sorts of others yeah. when, whenever you feel so moved. Right. So, right. um, just ask, invite folks to pray these prayers yourself, make them part of your own vocabulary. 
Yeah. Thanks, Renee. Yeah, you bet. And folks, that will wrap up this episode of Ignition. Again, you can email us, ignition at sfcatholic.org with any ideas for future, for future episodes or questions about this one. Until next time, may God bless you.